Let's discuss the future of what's going on here with electric vehicles and investing in this group. Let's bring in a guest here, a pro here. Anthony Sassine's with us, Senior Investment Strategies over at Crane Shares. Thank you so much for being with us. You and I were just discussing some of the names. Tesla's down about 20%, Lucid's down 60%. So some of these names really have been beaten down. It's hard to know exactly where they're fairly valued, but what are some of the themes that we're seeing in the group? You know, it's been a tough year for the auto industry. Q1 was a good was a good uh, quarter for the industry, but then it started to go all downhill after we saw the Russia-Ukraine war and then, and then uh, the lockdowns in China. Uh, so we've seen some of these stocks come back, but then they're back down again now because of lockdowns. So there are different things that are happening in the market that are impacting these companies that are mostly industry-related or company-related, not, right. not as much inflation or rates. So we have, for example, you know, there was a whole time with the whole auto industry. They had all kinds of supply chain issues. We had lockdowns in China in particular. So, I mean, I think there's been a lot of volatility. But in the meantime, you're, you're focusing here on the ETF over at Crane Shares, um, looking at ESGs, looking at the better way for climate and such. And it has a lot of these great names in it, right? Tell us a little bit about that. No, absolutely. So this is this year is kind of a highlight. Shows you why you need to be invested in the whole EV ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. If you look for the past few years, these specific names they had great years. This year they're down a little bit, right? Whereas uh, raw materials are up, batteries are holding up better. So so cars, which is uh, Crane Shares Electric Vehicle Future Mobility System, we did it in partnership with Bloomberg New Energy Finance or Bloomberg to capture the whole ecosystem, right? We, so so it's not just the electric vehicles. But it's the EV components, the people who are supplying the hardware, the softwares, the raw materials, the battery mic makers, the infrastructure builders, uh, yeah. hydrogen, fuel cell. All these, uh, as a unit, are contributing to the advancement of electric vehicles. And that's why the ETF can be really important here. Yeah, and what's exciting about this is you have exposure in this ETF, not just to the names that are the biggest that we know and speak of more often. In fact, you studied abroad in Asia, and you have a lot of names that maybe we don't know, and so the ETF may be a little more diversified or broad-based. Tell me about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So one thing we did when we were building that index, it's not easy to build an EV fund, right? Because there's so many moving variables. Some companies are participating in EV, but they're not really actually deriving their revenues. So we made sure we build an, an, an ETF that is comprehensive and focused on the EV market, right? So, so we don't have the Googles, the Tesla, but we actually have the companies that like cattle, like BYD, like uh, uh, you know the, the, the smaller companies that you don't see here. And right. when we built that index, we made sure it doesn't have too much overlap with S&P 500 or right. Acme, right? Like so, for example, NIDEC is not a name we talk about a lot, right? right. And that's 4% exactly. of the fund. Yes, that's one of the semiconductor companies. Cattle is listed in mm -hmm. uh, the battery company. The big battery company uh, is listed on the Asia market, which is not accessible to, to right. investors, right? BYD also, they have Hong Kong and A shares. So, uh, so, so this is a group of names that you won't find in your traditional funds or right. traditional S&P 500. They have a low uh, downside capture to S&P 500 and MSCI Acqui. And in this type of environment where you're looking for areas of growth, you're worried about your RIAS exposure going down, looking at themes like this, electric vehicles, sure. can really help you diversify your portfolio. Sure, and you mentioned BYD. I mean, I, I have to mention that that was a name Warren Buffett liked. You mentioned how he's out now, but I think it's important for folks to take a look at some of the names that Warren Buffett 
was interested in. So BYD is that one. So, you know, when we talk about Climate Week, we just finished up the UN General Assembly. I think it's over. I drove by yesterday. It looked mm -hmm. like it was breaking down finally. But this is a theme here. Um, looking at the climate change or climate uh, to be a little more conscious of, of the decisions we make, right? No, absolutely. It's been, I think it's been a successful week, climate week, especially in conjunction with the uh, UN Assembly, all the decision mm -hmm. makers were here. Uh, that's where you make the decisions. It was mostly focused on, on carbon, uh, the carbon market, on, on actually why governments need to do more to incentivize companies and consumers to kind of uh, joined this, but it's also now becoming a, a factor, an investment factor, like value, like like growth. Right now, you have the climate factor, which is also another diversifier to your portfolio, right. and this includes all the themes like carbon, like electric vehicles. Now we're looking to launch a new electrification metals uh, fund, which also looks at oh. that at the commodities of the energy transition. So you have all these different products that you can use to add your portfolio today to help you diversify. How often do you change some of the names that are in there? Because I think it has other names, that, as we were saying, that are a little less known. How often do you have to change what names are in this? Right, we look with Bloomberg New Energy Finance and, and Bloomberg uh, Index Solution, we look at the index quarterly to make sure the universe is, uh, you know, it's capturing all the companies that needs to be in there. The, right. Make sure that the companies are deriving their revenues from uh, EVs yeah. on a quarterly basis. So is, is, um, as you said, we just had the highlights from some of the cl Climate Week discussions. Are you looking at not only EVs, but solar and agriculture and all the things that people are focusing on these days? Do you have any big picture thoughts? Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. So, so we're very focused, Crenshaw is very focused on climate investing. We started with launching the first carbon allowances fund in 2019, and that was a big hit. And then since then, we launched a carbon suite that includes all the different markets, California, uh, uh, Northeast, uh, 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 EU, UK, and there's more markets coming in. We also have launched a decarbonization strategy, which is looking at, at the company KGHG, looking at the companies who are looking to make that transition. We also have electric vehicles, China clean tech, as I said now, electrification metals, and looking yeah. to do more on the commodities that are work focusing on the energy transition, like, like biomass, like uh, uh, more of the metals, like carbon, uh, uh, natural gas is going right. to be part of that as well. Polysilicone, graphite, etc. So, do all these names survive right now as you're looking through them? I'm sure you comb through the numbers, you look at Rivian, you look at NEO, you look at Leased, uh, Polestar, Xpeng, um, Tesla's obviously a big leader, and Ford and GM, those are big, great companies. But how about some of these other names? Yeah, no, I was looking at the whole, all the names. We've been looking at it probably everybody's over the last two weeks because they keep going down. You look at the price to sales, it's like two to five, right? So so the, these companies are priced, are priced at like two times revenue or three mm -hmm. times revenue with strong growth potential over the next two, three years. So if you extrapolate that growth potential over the next two years, the yeah. price to sale would be one, right? But they're dealing with these short-term issues like lockdowns, right. like supply side. Yeah. So I think it's a great time to get in now into that whole ecosystem, right? Because we're not looking at damaging reasons to be out. We're not looking like EV technology is out of favor or something right. or a damaged car, right? We're looking at like supply chain, which can be fixed. We're looking at lockdowns, which we're going to open up soon. And these type of issues that, that, that are short term. So it's a great time to look at these companies. And the sales have been growing, right? I saw one stat that said EV sales up 55%. I don't know what period of time. That must have been year over year. 
Absolutely. That's that was in the second quarter. Uh, second quarter. EV sales grown from uh, the second from, quarter last year. From second, okay, yeah. And that makes if sense. you want to take the first half, it was 61 percent. Oh. BYD grew their EV sales by 320 percent year over year. Wow. Neo 21 percent. Tesla 45 percent. So these guys are. are so demand still there. Post, posting great numbers. If you listen to Elon Musk's recent, uh, you know, recent uh, earnings call, you know, there's always great nuggets from from Elon Musk's call. We don't yeah. have a demand problem, but we have a production problem, right? right. So they're, they're doing everything they can to, to be able to meet that demand and, and, and get over the, the production issues. Yeah. Great to see you, Anthony. Thank yeah. you for all of this. Very interesting. Anthony Sassine's with us, Senior Investment Strategist at Crane Shares.